Hello, I'm Carl Jacobs and I'm co-founder and CEO of Epic Base. At Epic Base, we are building the world's best food and beverage management platform. But in this podcast series, it's all about finding answers on how to grow and scale your food service business. I'm talking to numerous experts and industry professionals who are passionate about building a healthy food service industry. Join me on this fascinating journey of entrepreneurship in food. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Food Service Growth Show. Uh, my name is Carl and today I am uh, presenting the podcast in a very new studio. Uh, we did a, a big upgrade so we could actually uh, keep the studio as is forever. So uh, uh, it's, a, it's a big upgrade for, for the Food Service Growth Show. Uh, and the first one that is uh, visiting the podcast in this new setting is uh, Misa Jarvinen. Uh, she's head of operations of Restel in Finland. And uh, as always, my first question, uh, Misa, is who are you and uh, what have you been doing in, doing in the past? Thank you, Carl. Um, my name is Misa Jarvinen and uh, I work for Restel, who operates uh, Taco Bell Finland. And um, I have worked in the food industry, I would say, more than 15 years. And all from fast casual to nightclubs to fast food. So you might say that I like things that in the food industry that are fast, because nightclub is also like you have to be really fast and the fast food and then also casual. Uh, well, I have always had a really big passion for working in an international brand. So working for Taco Bell has been, uh, I would like to say, like a dream come true because mm -hmm. there is, um, in Taco Bell, you get to get to know, you know, people from different cultures and also work kind of abroad because we have the international side. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think sometimes I say that this is not far from like my childhood dream, which was actually to be a pilot. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I did not get to, you know, run airplanes, but I mean, I still get to see different cultures, different people, and I get to be a part of this uh, amazing journey with Taco Bell. So I would say it's, you know, I still get to pilot, you know, this trip. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in a way, as an operations manager, you are in, in the driver's seat, I guess. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so you say you you you've been for, uh, in the in the food industry for for fifteen years. Yeah. Um, nightclubs, etc. I mean, was it always in an operational role, or did you start out as a waiter, or how did you get in there? I started as uh, doing the dishes. That's what <laughs> where I started. Uh -huh. Yes. And uh, it basically went like we had this ca cafe. We used to hang out with friends, and mm -hmm. and then I heard the bar owner talking about that they're short staffed, and I was like. Uh, well, I can come and work, you know, <laughs> that they and did it for a weekend. Started. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, do you know how to do the dishes? I said, well, yeah, you know, and that's how it started. And then I got interested in doing more and found that I liked the like hectic surroundings and mm -hmm. like the customer service. So, yeah, so it uh, it just started out by, you know, 
first doing something while I'm studying and then I went I went the normal way so to speak from cleaning tables to bartender and then I went to food side and to waitress yeah. and so, yeah uh, you you've you've seen and done it all yeah yeah all right and of course you 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 mentioned it shortly um but you're working of course for uh, Taco Bell or for the brand Taco Bell yeah. maybe uh, of course it, this is a quite iconic brand but still i mean not so much in europe um can you can you talk us about uh, to talk to us about uh, what is Taco Bell what what is why is Taco Bell such an iconic brand I'm really happy to say that Finland has been one of the first. I mean, in the Nordics, uh, we are still the only, let's hope not for long. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm really, really happy that we get to go on this journey as one of the first, first countries. And I would say makes it iconic is the people. And the people is kind of the touch of the brand. Mm -hmm. And um, the brand is about... uh, always making something more so we say that uh, we put a bit more flavor like mass flavor mass heart into the into the customer service into the product and want to be a bit you know rebel i would say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right and uh, that actually brings me to a very uh <laughs> Uh, uh, the, the next question, basically, which is, uh, you you talk about people, eh? and yeah. So, so can you uh, explain it a little bit, but a little bit, because that's something that's a very unique uh, kind <laughs> of uh, way of approaching what makes something unique. Because most people say, you know, it's the concept or it's the food, but you you say it's the yeah. people. Why is it the people? Well, the people is when you come into a restaurant, uh, that's what you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. Is the people, and uh, so I would say you have to be, you have to concentrate that uh, that what you kind of sell is what you believe in. Mm-hmm. So, of course, concept is really important, but it doesn't matter if your people don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say that the people are kind of your crew is the touch of the brand because that is what you will feel as a customer when you come inside. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, I would say, in like in all businesses, it comes down to the people and and the customer because the customer has to come back. So it doesn't, It of course, it matters uh, about your product, how good it is. But if you have the wrong people selling it, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. might kind of lose the meaning. So... But yeah, that's why I say the people are, and we have really good onboarding on Taco Bell, which mm-hmm. I was I was like positively surprised that even a company this big, global, the support, the training was really good, and I felt I felt like I was like welcomed really strongly, which was really nice, mm-hmm. and um, but All that right. I would say also uh, makes it iconic is yeah. the way we. Yeah, treat people. Yeah, nice. And and then you know that means that you know hiring people is something that's extremely important. Are you yeah. directly involved in the hiring of of people uh, in 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 the businesses that you uh, um, uh, manage? Yeah. Um, of course, I help wherever there is needed help, and uh, uh, of course, with the restaurant managers, I take part, but. I usually say that the, if the managers, they need to hire their own people mm-hmm. um, because they need, to, they need to feel the team and it needs to be 
built up. We can't, if I only hire people that look like me, we won't mm -hmm. grow. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we need to have different kind of people with different kind of ideas and we welcome, we welcome everybody. And that's what that makes us special. All right. And then in, in terms of uh, um, recruitment, what are the, the specifics you're looking for when you recruit somebody? Eh? It's, is it, do you have a, a specific set? Is it skills? Is it character? Is it, what is it that makes somebody suitable for working at Taco Bell? Uh, I would say it's character that we can teach you anything. Mm -hmm. uh, we have really good uh, training. So I don't feel that it's ever... It's ever a question if you will learn it or not. It's more that do you want to learn it? Mm -hmm. So, of course, we want different kinds of skills and different kind of people. But it's more like at kind of a yes, we can attitude is what we're uh, looking for. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the person also has to kind of buy us as an idea. Mm -hmm. So they have to believe in the product we're selling, the feeling we're selling, the experience. So it has to be like a match. It's not about we choosing them it's also that they need to choose us yeah 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 that that that's a it's a nice uh, analogy <laughs> what you're using there now back to head of operations um, yeah can you uh, elaborate a little bit on what is a, a, a week or a month uh, as a head of operations looking like at taco bell oh that's such a hard questions uh <laughs> it's uh my day is like how would i say um My most important uh, job is to make sure my team has everything they need to succeed. Mm -hmm. And you often hear me asking in the restaurants if there's anything I can do for them. Mm -hmm. Is there anything we can make easier? I love making things easier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, and whatever they kind of need need from me to make it sure that they can grow and um That is what I, basically I would say 50% of my time is. Mm -hmm. Other than that, of course, we also have to make profit mm -hmm. so and expand. So those will take like half of the other time. But I would, I would like to say that there's always time for, for the people and the staff because without them, there is no business. Mm -hmm. and, and can you give me an example of, you know, if, if you ask the question, how can I make your life easier? What yeah. are then the questions that you get or what are the things that, or maybe the last thing you changed or, or yeah. the last thing you accommodated? Uh, well, yeah, actually one like uh, this happened last year. Last year, um, a team member, uh, we had a really big like campaign with aggregator. So mm -hmm. free delivery. Mm -hmm. And um I was in a restaurant and I was thinking like, you know, somehow we have to make this easier. But if I don't work on the line on daily basis, I don't see the same things. And then a team member said that she doesn't want to, her, her whole day goes by that she types from one machine to another. So we will get the information of the order to our kitchen mm -hmm. that she doesn't feel that this is what she wants to do. And it's kind of stressful. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, but there has to be some kind of program from this. You know, I mean, we're, we're not the only one in the world who is facing this. Mm -hmm. And then I basically Googled it. <laughs> That's and, what uh, you do when you exactly. have <laughs> Yeah, what Google doesn't know, you don't need to know. <laughs> but, <laughs> 
So then, then I find these different kind of solutions, and then I gave it to our IT that hey, this is a you know I calculated that we can take this task off. They can do something else, and we will have less mistakes. And now we have we have now Delivery Act, who is uh, who is now the program, and we have had it for now. I would like to say six months, seven months. And it so, has, has solved the issue of the girl that asked this to you. Yes. It and has. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, that's a fantastic story, actually. And um, if you then talk about uh, operations uh, from, a, let's say, a franchisee uh, point of view, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, you're actually uh, working for Restel or at least for Taco Bell, but it's operated by Restel. Um, yeah. So, so you're taking actually the franchise into Finland. Um, most of the time, I talk to people that kind of want to franchise their business and that they are yeah. the owners of the, the idea. Uh, so now I'm talking to somebody who is actually executing on somebody else's idea. Yeah. Um, how, how does that work? How difficult is it to make sure that every day again, uh, you know, the wishes of the franchisor, uh, Taco Bell International in this case, um, is actually um, uh, that they are granted basically and that that you're doing what you need to do in order to be a good franchisee we have to because when we have a big brand then uh, we have to kind of feed on each other in that way that we cannot do something solo here in finland and let's mm -hmm. say the uk would do something different because mm -hmm. the outcome is bad because when i travel to let's say the uk if i would not work for taco bell i go eat there i come to finland if it's totally different mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. it's not good for either one of us no but we have a really good support system on the international side. People helping us, uh, making it, making, helping us to make you know tacos famous in Finland. Mm -hmm. And mostly, we have to remember that we need to be globally consistent because mm -hmm. we are a big brand. But we can still be locally relevant. So, uh, so of course, there is market differences, mm -hmm. and and they need to also be market differences. Because people like different things. For mm -hmm. example, when Taco Bell came to Finland, uh, when we had the vegetarian meal, uh, we had plant-based. Because mm -hmm. in Finland, plant-based was already a thing. Mm -hmm. But then again, in the overseas, they have beans. But yeah. the, the beans don't work in Finland. Aye. So, yeah. So, in these things, we have locally differences. But but we're still I would say we're still globally consistent and of mm -hmm. course we're always checking with the international side mm -hmm. and uh, and so, I would so say yeah yeah so, so if you if you talk then about about this consistency I mean yeah. uh, am I right in assuming that you do that you have a um, uh, some someone uh, working for Taco Bell Finland uh, to make new menus or to make new recipes or to adapt them or how do I have to imagine that? Mm, no, uh, we don't. We don't invent in that way anything mm -hmm. totally new. If we do, we ha sometimes have like these themes or limited time offers. We always check that is this something inside of our portfolio that mm -hmm. we can do. Mm -hmm. So no, we don't have anybody no. you know okay. making menus. It's no, but we so do have. Yeah. It, how does then? How does that come into being? Like you have the plant based thing, and and you make yeah. it or vegan, and you make it plant based, or um, 
how, how does this happen then? Is this internationally decided or is this you guys that say, you know, this won't work, uh, can we do something differently? Or how, how does the new recipe then uh, comes into existence? It's more like, uh, it's more like uh, that we do it together. It's, uh, it's usually it comes from us that, that, hey, we feel like this would work better. And then, of course, you cannot... You have to also ground it or something. You cannot just... Uh, there has to be some facts behind what you're suggesting also. Mm-hmm. That you don't go like totally wild. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we suggest it. And then we discuss about it. And I would say it's a joint decision that I don't feel like uh, neither one is pushing anything. That we always follow some kind of decision. All right. Okay. And... Um, then in, in terms of, of, of uh, support you get, is, is there kind of a weekly or a yearly or a monthly kind of way of working together with, uh, let's say, the headquarters? Or how is that structured? Yeah, we have, we have of course, ongoing meetings, uh, monthly, weekly. But I feel I can, whenever I need something, I can just pick up my phone and call. So there's a direct line to the, the Taco Bell a uh, business uh, yeah. internationally. Uh, that's that's really nice, actually. Um, and um, well, uh, in in terms of um, uh, you, so we we've talked a little bit about uh, head of operations, a team. Eh? Uh, and then you also mentioned um, the uh, 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 the expansion. Um, can you can you tell us a little bit about you know how an expansion? Uh, is 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 uh, how you're uh, expanding basically the business and and what are the steps that you take you know to open up a new restaurant are you involved in that yeah and we actually have an opening coming now in december we're opening our 17th store in tampere so mm-hmm. we already have one store in tampere and second one is coming about expansion uh, finland is not that big so uh, so we also have to be, you don't want to just take kind of any locations, just to have locations. You need to also, you know, make business and it has to be, it has to be, make sense in that way. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we are doing is that of we're looking at different places and when we get something interesting, then of course we start calculating Will this be, what do you think it's going to sell? What do we think, you know, how long it's going to take it to pay it back? And then either we go forward or we go, we don't. But mm-hmm. we are really, we, I would say we're really smart about it, that mm-hmm. we don't, we, we don't have a need to make a lot of stores. We mm-hmm. want to make it like, um, that they make sense. Yeah. Yeah, all right. And if you if you look then to Finland as a whole, and you say now seventeen uh, yeah. outlets, what is the potential of 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 Finland <laughs> as a as a country? Can you elaborate on that, or is this uh, something we we shouldn't uh, discuss? Uh, it's <laughs> to- totally fine if it's not. Uh. Yeah, I can't. I think the market is a bit different now than it was like five, ten years ago. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. So I can't really 
comment on that, what we mm -hmm. have in mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. No problem whatsoever. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on to a question uh, about uh, uh, food cost, uh, something that is, of yeah. course, dear and near to me. Um, uh, can you can you tell me uh, how important is food cost and how important how uh, important is it that you monitor the food cost or is this something that is extremely you know set and always uh, uh, um, you know uh, always the same or is this something that you monitor from a week to week uh, we we monitor it and we try to keep the cost towards the customer uh, low so mm -hmm. so we don't want to automatically bring the food cost rising to towards the customer if mm -hmm. we can find another solution but we also it's really important that our meals are high quality and that the customer comes and they pay that they will get what they paid for mm -hmm. so i don't approve any like um, so low on the meals that that's not the way to save mm -hmm. and uh, If you're building a brand, it's really important that you're consistent and the customer needs to know when they come to Chaco Bell. So this is what you, that you will get for your money. Mm -hmm. But of course, everybody's worried about the food cost and going up and... Yeah. And, and is it also the case for you guys? And, and can, you, can you tell us a little bit about maybe um, how much it has risen for you? And uh, is, the, is, this, is, this, is this becoming an issue or, or are you keeping it under control? Well, keep, we're keeping it under control. Of course, it, it, it involves everybody who is in the... It involves you if you go to the supermarket and buy food home. Yeah, yeah. So nobody can ex escape this. So we're, we're controlling it and we're, we're trying to find other ways to, to you know, ex expand and... And as I said, we don't want to, raise you cannot keep, yeah, you cannot indefinitely raise prices towards customers. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's not, um, that's, that's an easy way, but it's not the right way. All right. Um, let, let's move then into uh, technology. Uh, um, uh, I heard you mentioning a little bit earlier about the technology you you implemented, uh, you know, to 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 hand, take care of all the orders that are incoming from from customers. Um, how im how important is technology in today's uh, Taco Bell or within Restel? And how digital are you working today? I would say technology gives you a lot of uh, opportunities, and of course, you have to also choose the solutions that make it easier. Uh, there are also all kinds of solutions that can make it just harder. Mm -hmm. But um, for us, uh, we try to we try to do as much as possible digital, so that it helps the, our team in the restaurants and kind of take these tasks out of their hand that they don't uh, they don't feel that they're needed for them to kind of have a person to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, and so if you if you look into the ecosystem of Taco Bell or, or the businesses that you help running, um, what are the, the technologies that you are using uh, in order to make life easier for for both your customers and for your employees? Well, food food safety is, uh, is through an app. Uh, what we check every day, mm -hmm. so it's really good because that also gives us opportunity to. to When something something is wrong, 
so they will send kind of alarm to us so mm-hmm. we will f- in that way find out and uh, then as i said delivery act takes uh, brings the orders and then we have self service kiosks a lot mm-hmm. yes of so, course yeah. yeah so and finnish people love using these mm-hmm. so they're not afraid of using technology which is really good mm-hmm. and that uh, that of course also helps in that way that uh, more customers can do there is no like queuing that that way mm-hmm. yeah. sorry to interrupt quickly there because that intrigues me uh, if you look at you know the kiosks versus let's say at the cashier orders how is that uh, um, percentual uh, divided? Are there more people using the kiosks than they are using uh, the waiter at the at the cash desk? Yeah, yeah, kiosks. I think um, the kiosks are definitely more used, and I think that changed uh, during COVID. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a typical uh, yeah thing that that happened. Huh? Uh, human contact has been removed. <laughs> yeah, so it kind of forced you to use other ways. But as I said, Finnish people are not that, uh, you know, coy with technology. They, you know, they love using it. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's mostly IP. Uh, we call it IP kiosk, but so self-service kiosk. Mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that is really... A big thing. Yeah. And... and um, you know these kiosks they 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 for sure produce a lot of data how how are you working with that data is this something that you're using on a daily basis to improve uh, or to improve ordering or or inventory management or things like that or how do you do that uh yeah yeah of course we well we look at the whole data um but of course, from the self-service kiosks, of course we investigate and think and could we make it also easier and mm-hmm. But most and all, we try to listen to the customer. So I encourage if you know somebody sees a customer kind of wandering around on the self-serve, go and ask what is like the, do you any help and so on. Mm-hmm. And most often, then we also get kind of the feedback that it's really hard to go from this section to that section. And then we're like, ah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, because it can, might prevent you from ordering if it's too difficult. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's interesting information indeed. That's, uh, so, so customer feedback, of course, remains always uh, uh, very important in, in any case. Um, yeah. Ca- can you tell me or, or do you want to elaborate? Um, what, what, what I find curious is, is to understand uh, the, these kiosks. Eh? Um, they are often seen as, as replaces of, uh, replacers of, uh, of people. Um, is this something that, that is actually true i mean can you kind of cut in terms of, or or not find uh, the people uh, that that you would need in order to take all of the 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 orders and that you now can replace by a machine is this something that that is really true or is this a myth of course uh, always when new things come uh, it has in that way of course it will reduce uh, the time spent on the on the cashier so mm. to speak but then also you have to, we have to remember that other things has also come kind of on the kitchen side. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say it has, for us, it has not reduced the manpower mm-hmm. because we have, uh, we have inc- there has been increased on the other side, so to speak, uh, tasks. So mm-hmm. 
what is come more is has been like food safety things has come more because of you know um, covid and so one more things has to be done Mm -hmm. so more tasks is kind of coming on that side Mm -hmm. and so it has more like shifted Mm. and um and somebody also has to take care of our self kiosks they don't they don't operate on themselves there so so i would say it's hard it's hard to there is not a yes or no because uh if we didn't have those maybe we should maybe we should hire them also more because more tasks has come but that's how evolution goes that something is less something is more all right um, maybe back to, to Taco Bell Finland and in, in, in general in, uh, from a company perspective um, can you tell us a little bit on how, how the business is structured I mean is there like the, obviously you probably have a CEO on the top and then uh, a CFO in headquarters uh, but how is it then you know organized in terms of country managers or, or region managers and uh, how how is how is this uh, the organization uh, structured uh, from a from a human perspective yeah so we have a CEO of course a CEO on the company and under him is then uh, is then the our chain CEOs and then we head of operations are then under them. Ah, okay. So you directly <laughs> report to the chain CEO. Yes. So yeah. yeah. And how many chains uh, are they operated by uh, Resta? Uh We have totally. I have to calculate. I think like I would say like five or six because we have all different kinds of like branches. So we have like uh, we. I think a good saying is that we offer service food services from morning to dawn. Mm-hmm. So you can find us in arenas, you can find us in you know malls, you can find us uh, wherever you know you're hungry, you should find us somewhere close. <laughs> <laughs> train stations so, as well? Uh yeah, Taco Bell don't have train stations, but Restel has train stations also. Yes, okay. We have yeah. So and then how the build up is it's it's a bit more difficult but uh but we have fast food and we have bars and mm-hmm. and events so Right. You should you should survive by eating in our places. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's great to hear. Um, um, so, uh, can you give me um, maybe for for the listeners um, uh, in your role as a, a head of operations? I mean, what are what are the the um, uh, what what is one of the most important learnings you've had in the past years as head of operations? Uh, and 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 what people need to know if they ever uh, come in this position like yours. Uh, I would say the most important thing to learn is to believe in yourself. And mm-hmm. when you have a vision, you should be uh, courageous enough to go after it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and workplace and uh, the people you work with is really important because when you're in that. A uh, great workplace. You're also you're more courageous to try new things and uh, express your opinion, and that way everybody grows. Mm-hmm. And don't be afraid to hire people that are better than you, because that's the only way you can, as a team, grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then, um, uh, is there uh, maybe? Uh, 
a question to 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 finalize uh, our our uh, conversation and also one that i ask to uh, all of my uh, podcast guests um how do you see the future of uh, F&B and, and how, what, what's next? What's the next trend that we have to, to uh, keep in, in mind? Oh my God, this is always like a, this is a hard question because I feel like uh, the world is kind of moving really fast. Mm -hmm. But I feel that that is also like a trend. And I feel that at the moment what we're seeing is kind of what is kind of pushing from overseas towards us is kind of this do it for me trend mm -hmm. so what customers want is um, when they come to a restaurant they want that fast they want it to be easy and and it also needs to be done for them mm -hmm. and uh, and we want to enjoy life so i can see that people don't really want to maybe take down on the cost of Uh, life per se they still want to travel mm -hmm. and even though you know uh, now when all interests are going high and and people are talking about the inflation mm -hmm. uh, in Finland was just a few weeks ago the most busiest day on the airport in what the last three years mm -hmm. and this mm -hmm. I think kind of brings it all together that we are ready to kind of put the heat down a few degrees and be home in a sweater Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we won't give up traveling. No, no, yeah, yeah. So this is maybe that wasn't before, and I also feel like people still want to go out and eat, and they they, they need to be fast, be high tempo. Mm -hmm. So you don't really, you know, when, when I was... When I was in my 20s, I had to come home at nine o'clock to watch Desperate Housewives because that was the time it was <laughs> shown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it doesn't matter. When I come home, I can watch it on Netflix. So, yes. so that's maybe the, I, th I feel it's really strong and, and people don't want to give up on the mm -hmm. experience, which I think also is great because I think we need to live the life also. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how do you think that a, a company like uh, Taco Bell will uh, play it, play into that trend? I mean, how will the, uh, you, your role be influenced by this? Yeah, I think for us, it's, it's more to, For us at the moment is to make tacos famous. That is what we are saying that it's different, for example, a hamburger brand because everybody knows what a hamburger is. So Taco mm -hmm. Bell is still in Finland, not that known. People mm -hmm. come to us and they don't really know what they should eat. Mm -hmm. So I want them to come to us and know that, okay, I want that crunch wrap supreme or i want that taco supreme so that is what my number one job now is to get everybody to taste taco bell mm -hmm. and uh and then also to be fast because mm -hmm. people are on the clock all the time so we need to be fast the food needs to be good and then uh, and everything kind of needs to work smoothly for the customer Mm -hmm. So all, ev everything when you come into the restaurant needs to just, you know, click. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. All right. Um, last question. What is your favorite Taco Bell dish? Uh, I just told a co-worker today that um, 
Uh, my favorite is is the crunchy taco and crunchy mm -hmm. taco supreme, which means it uh, has sour cream on it. Mm -hmm. So I know boring in that way, but <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think that's the ultimate best one, and it's also quick and fast. So I love that about it. All right, and is this also the most salt Taco Bell dish, or is it, what is the most salt Taco Bell dish? Well, it's funny because it actually depends on the city. So, but right. it's in the top three, and then we also have our Crunch Wrap. Mm -hmm. So that is that and Crunchy Taco. I would say is uh, depending on the city, but yeah, those two are most popular, and they're both really delicious. But I'm a sucker for classics, so. <laughs> so yeah, so crunchy taco. Misa Jarvinen, thank you very much for this chat. And uh, thank you. to my listeners, uh, see you next time.